0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 528, Apple's Cash Machine. Kaching. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com
1: podcast. <laughs>
2: Everyone, welcome to My Map Podcast 528. Yes, it's Apple's cash machine. And as our, our visitor said, Kerching, Guy is still away. But I've got to put a big thank you out to Guy, actually, because last week I forgot to put the music to Gazzy's tip in. And I asked Guy to. But I've forgotten that Guy had told me that he couldn't put it in. And that's why he sang it. So, thank you very much, Guy. And I did enjoy the singing bit. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight, Gaz. Guy couldn't put Gaz's
0: tip in. <laughs> <laughs> to music. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. okay. <laughs> right. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> the music to Gaz's tip. <laughs> Yes, because he was away, right? So he sang it and put it in. Ah, okay. Well done, guy. Now, uh, you probably uh, have already spotted that, uh, no, I don't have Melissa on uh, again this week, and thank you very much to Melissa, the Mac Mummy, or the Mac Mummy, as it's, uh, you know, that time of year. Um, Great show, lots of good feedback. Thank you very much. Uh, But, yes, I've got the Dorset Tones on the other end of the line of a Mr. Carl, Madam. Madam? (laughs) I prefer that. That actually, I prefer Carl, Madam. Is that a Freudian Freudian (laughs) slip? Probably, probably. How are you, Carl? I am very well, thank you very much, Gaz. Good, good. Um, Now, what have you been doing with your Mac this week? Because I have installed Yosemite, Yomo, as I'm calling it. Um, I've had one or two small issues, which we'll come up with. But uh, what have you been doing? Any anything Mac related
0: this last week? I've been. I bought myself an, it's not really Mac, but an Amazon Fire TV. So I've been getting my um, various folders of all my media in in order. So they can stream across to my Fire TV and it works lovely. There's one issue at the moment with Plex because it it can't play 5.1 audio. But I'm slowly trying to work out, do I want to go iTunes or do I want to go an external media player? And I still haven't come to a a definite Mm. conclusion yet.
2: It's difficult, isn't it? Because you've kind of got everyone's... Well, anyone who's been within the iTunes, iTunes ecosphere for some time has probably got a certain amount of money tied up into... Uh, what basically is <laughs> iTunes only? Mm. Uh, it's like the Apple TV. There's a lot of stuff which is on my um, my server, my media server, which has been purchased through iTunes and can't be played if I have the likes of Plex on there. Now, I I've heard that recently Plex can now access some of that um, that iTunes only stuff, but um, I've not really looked into it that deeply because a lot of people say the Plex interface for the Apple TV is much better. And I used to use it and try it, but You know, I'm a simple person. I like the simple life. I just like to turn the Apple TV on and make it work. Although the interface is getting rather dated, I've got to say. Oh, I know. So once you've got that sus then, you'll have to come back and tell us which way you've decided and why. Well, that will be really interesting. It would be except the only problem is I've been wrestling with this situation for
0: about three years now, and I've still not come to a, a definitive conclusion.
2: Well, actually, in itself, that is a bit of a conclusion mm. because, and, and, and oddly, I know it's a bit you know it's it's this is Gaz's uh, um, <laughs> Gaz's sense here. Um, the fact that you've not been able to make a conclusion that is that there's no winner. So if you're happy with where you are, you might as well stay until somebody comes along with something which really, really works and pulls you across Hmm. that's the trouble there's no there's no magic bullet to all these
0: things that's the problem they all like even if you got the roku you couldn't have access to uh amazon prime if you got the fire you haven't got access to itunes if you haven't got itunes you haven't got access to amazon there's just no one that does them all there's
2: no one media server to rule them all there's one ring though (laughs) yes let's not go there (laughs) um (laughs) I'm now fully on um, iOS 8.1 as well. I'm quite enjoying it. I haven't yet got the um, what are they calling it when you you switch over to from the Mac to from the iPhone to the Mac. Oh, there's a terminology they use now, and that's going to annoy me that I can't remember what that is. Handover, that's it. And thank you for handing that over. Ha, Uh see what I did there? Um, Yeah, so I've not really tried any of that stuff, and it's not really happened for me to be able to use it, and I've not really tested it, but uh, it's not the sort of thing that uh, I'm probably going to be using that much. I did have a small issue with Printopia, Me too. Um, But I got that sorted because um, a lot of people, initially somebody said to me, oh, yeah, go to the App Store. It's in the App Store. Well, Printopia isn't through the App Store, actually. Um, And then um, I tried to go into System Preferences and there was an update button in Mm -hmm. Printopia. And I pressed that update button. And that was a mistake. (laughs) Because System Preferences then kept crashing every time I tried to open System Preferences. And uh, how I had to do it was basically go back to my original license and... Um, or go into uh, the website for Printopia put in your license details or your information details and they gave you a link to the most up to date uh, download so I downloaded that and that worked that was good but I keep getting a java update request and it mm-hmm. says to view this to view this web content and it this pops up without me having a web page open huh, okay, to view this web content you need to install the Java runtime environment. Click more info, info to visit the website and the Java runtime environment. And I've clicked it and it's gone over to Java and everything looks hunky-dory and I'll get the right you know messages on the um, uh, in the title bar at the top giving me, you know, the, the fact that it is where I'm supposed to be. Uh, and uh, it, there's various different runtime environments which yeah. I've got to try and pick from. So I'll have to suss that out and try and come up with the answer next week on that as to what you've got to to do if you get that message but so far it's not stopped me from going to my normal usual sites and seeing everything so i don't quite know what's going on there have you tried uninstalling java and then just trying to i haven't sh- perhaps that is something i should do now 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 carl here's a question for you how would one go about that uninstalling <laughs> java firstly one would open a browser and go to
0: google.com
2: and search <laughs> <laughs> for uninstalling java yeah good stuff yeah, I should do that. I haven't tried it, and I should do that, and I'll perhaps report on that next week if I get time. It's been a busy all week. Um, good, good, excellent. So we're off to a flying start, I think. Um, we should now go over to uh, the recent MyMac.com articles. I'll jump in with the first one, if you'd like to take the second one when we get to it, please. Okay. Um, Painter 2015. This is a review by Yanni Donkolo um donnie has had the pleasure pleasure of reviewing the past few releases of coral painter for mymac.com and the one thing he always applauded coral for was the fact that they didn't release a new version every year but they wasted about two years this allowed the software to have more features due to the longer gap between releases it also makes it easier on the wallet and we like things being easier on the wallet don't we carl however with painter coral 2015. Uh, this has strayed from that pattern, and they've released a new version within about a year. Go over to the website and read more of what Donny thinks about that procedure. Over to you, Carl. Okay, we
0: have a review from... How did you put an HT there? <laughs> uh,
2: we'll, take, well, what we do, you see, we're very clever. We take the H and then remove the ST. That's ah. Right. Ah, you see, Peace. we're not stupid. Well, jury's out.
0: Um... <laughs> Heath, from A review from Heath Stammon, then, if that's your procedure. A self-standing black i4 case. Steve, or um, Heath, was, case. There you go. was looking for a protecting case for his iPad with wet retina display fourth-gen. He's been testing the self-standing black iPad 4 case from Easy Buys Direct. The case is designed like Apple's Smart Case Series. The case is easy to install on your iPad and is also compatible with the iPad 2 and the iPad 3, also known as the new iPad. Yep. But not go, anymore. Go over to the, sorry, go on. But not anymore. The new iPad is the <laughs> iPad 3 Retina but Air.
2: Sorry. Um, oh, my head hurts yeah uh tell me about it we'll I make a comment because there's a there's a comment from Apple a little bit later in the show and I think we'll 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 make a bit of a jokey comment about that probably okay should you buy content from your cable provider this is uh, this is kind of aimed at other people in the world but uh, I think this is really aimed at uh, uh, the good old American uh, listeners mm-hmm. um so should you buy digital content from your cable provider question mark this is an opinion piece by Yoni Dankalo Recently, Donnie was at his aunt's and uncle's house for a family gathering. They'd purchased Disney's Frozen through Fios on demand for the kids to watch. The kids loved it, but it made him consider the question of whether or not you should increase, uh, sorry, you should purchase video content through your cable provider. Why? Isn't it the same as buying it through iTunes or Amazon? Donnie would argue that it's not. And here's why. Ha <laughs> you've got to go over to the website to read. You see. you see, You see what we do here? Boy, we're good.
0: And since Boy, it was frozen, I just say, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Don't buy <laughs> that content <laughs> anymore.
2: Just let it go. Let <sighs> it go. <laughs> uh, you're good. You're very good. Ish. Ish. <laughs> uh, ish. Um, Okay, so if you'd like to write, if you, you know like to make an opinion piece, if you'd like to, something to review, send an email to Mr. John Nemovroski. We know him as Nemo, and you can contact him, nemo at mymac.com. Now, Google+, Plus, I think you have quite an active Google+, Plus page for your, uh, uh, your little uh, soiree into the podcasting world, don't you, Carl? Indeed, and I think we share a lot of the same members as well, which is wonderful. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the ones that have the um, sense that... Don't join other Mac podcasts. The ones that come to us—that's the one.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We have the intelligency. Yes, Is that a word. It's if now. it's not, it should be. <laughs> okay. First one from Kate Thomas. Apple have replaced her iPhone five with a dead screen with a shiny new one. Thank you, Apple. I think she's very happy. She said it died four days before her Apple Care did. I would definitely always get Apple Care. Well, in this case, definitely. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have to buy a new iPhone 6. Oh, wait. No, really. Saved four ma- far more than the cost of Apple Care. Well, th- basically, she went on and asked another que- question, which said I had my iPhone 5 replaced four days before Apple Care finished. Is there any cover available for what is, in effect, a new phone? Now, there were lots of replies. Um so go over to the Google uh, plus uh, webpage um environment uh, community join up if you haven't uh, already and and just you know take part in that conversation. Uh have you ever bought third party care for a phone? Um I've never even extended Apple care actually. Actually
0: this iPhone 6 might be the first time I buy extended Apple care cuz I just I don't know. I got I got a feeling in my my loins. Something
2: something's got to go wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. I, funnily enough, I've got Apple Care on this one, um, and uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: I have I've um, had good um um experiences with Apple Care though. I mean, I know everybody virtually says that, but I've seen people go in in some London branches and they are terrible the way they treat to the poor staff, which you should never any staff member you shouldn't treat them with disrespect. But I've, I've had no. a, I had an issue with an iPhone 5 once and they just swapped it out and replaced it after seeing an error which no one understood in the store, which was kind of all, "Yes, I'm unique." Um, yeah. unique. (laughs) and then most recently my macbook pro uh, there was a slight crack in the screen and i thought oh my god they're gonna say 300 quid whatever it is to get it replaced and the guy just looked at it and went yeah okay we'll do that for you because it's not that bad. Excellent,
2: think, excellent. Yes. Have you got all your, you've got all your stuff obviously uh, linked into your account, so they know you know just how much Mac stuff you've got. Well, I,
0: I do you I know said, I think do you know I think that helps. I think it might, but I said I suggested that to Matt, like a co-host on our show, and he says they don't they don't really care. I mean, they, they, they don't they, really <laughs> care because he's he's got loads and he's got loads and loads, and he goes, I I doubt that cuts much you know much That's slack it. with them. It's more how you interact with them when you go into the store.
2: Yeah, well, you should always, as you, you as you said at the start, you should always be uh, uh, polite and uh, uh, civil to uh, any staff member when you're trying, especially if you're trying to get somebody out of them. <laughs> and a look of scared as well.
0: Oh, please help me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah a look of desperation and, and bewilderment as to what you're going to do. Yeah. Don't go in telling them you know exactly what they can do and what they should be doing because that probably doesn't help. Anyway, there was uh, something from Steve Green on Google Plus as well. He says he's finally planning out a festival of Us ssd aroma <laughs> and Yosemite Upgrade or Yosemite Yola Semi Yosemi uh, any- yeah <laughs> anyway he said uh, his early 2011 MacBook Pro he's seen such mixed reviews about the SuperDrive enclosures for the redundant drive he thought he'd check in with the mighty MyMap podcast uh, and crew uh, now he said, is an, enclosure, uh, is an enclosure too close to the cost of a decent DR DVD rewritable drive? Not too concerned about portability. The two main things would be solid reliability for driving to DVD against the budget constraints of already buying two SSDs out, uh, and a dub- data doubler. Any experiences and thoughts? Much appreciated. Now, um, there were lots of replies to that one as well. And I've got to say, when my dvd uh or my super drive um went kaplunk in my uh, yes yes do you ever play kaplunk oh yes with the marbles and yes. the sticks Yes, yeah. yes brilliant good game that changed a bit got a bit boring now though they, they try and improve them and they never do anyway back to steve green um uh, yeah, it went uh, it went uh, sideways on my machine and I looked at the possibility of changing the SuperDrive and I didn't. I just went out and bought an old, I, I'll have to say this name, I have mentioned this before on the podcast, a Samsung DVD rewriter and it works fine. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay, I won't do it again, okay. Androids, do not have fun. Yeah, I haven't cleaned it up yet. You'll have to slap my wrist, everybody. Now, I know i got a Samsung um, CD, DVD um, uh, player, rewriter, etc. It gets thrown about the house. It gets fixed up to the Mac Mini when we need it. It gets fixed up to my Mini upstairs, which is my main machine. It gets fixed up to the MacBook Air. And it's solid, solid as a rock. So, And it only costs about £25. So um, I think he got similar replies to that, um, Hmm. did Steve. uh, And he probably could... Uh, just go out and buy one rather than worrying about uh, reinstalling one. What do you That's think?
0: It. Well, yeah, I feel the same pretty much because the one they stick into the max is is not exactly the most high quality of builds because no, the no. amount that break down is just ridiculous, and because it's a sliding um, mount, it's bloody tricky to get them out sometimes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh,
2: cool. Now um, we had a uh, uh, Kelco, uh, sorry, kelico sixty eight. All oh, I'm going to say one word. One word for this. Squirrel. <laughs> okay. Moving on from Clive Hammett. He's, he said, um, "Hi, I'd like to let you know of a problem I encountered." And then this is. We need sad music. Have we got sad music? Have you got I have, sad music? I,
0: what one? Yeah, I got this one. Here we go. I've got you. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yes. If yeah, if you could just turn that down a, a tad for me, that'd be great. Just doing that. Br- that's brilliant. Okay. Hi, I'd like to let you know of a problem I encountered and, encountered and solved with my late 2012 Mac Mini. After I installed Yosemite, I had a problem with waking it from sleep. I get my login screen and able to move the cursor but not able to type any password in. After a clean install and installing only apps one at a time, I was still getting the freezing and had to reboot by the power button. I called Apple and ran through all they suggested and uploaded report files they needed. On my Mini, I connected my monitor via HDMI to HDMI and have external speaker plugged in into the headphone jack. When I unplugged the speakers and the sleep-wake freezing stopped, so I bought a DVI-D cable and used the HDMI to DVI-D adapter supplied with my Mini. No more problems freezing. Yeah, you can you could you can stop that music now. It's it's not <laughs> or is it? Was a bit jumpy my end, but never
0: mind. <laughs> no, no, that's that's just um, Skype messing so, with you.
2: What, so, what do you think's going on here?
0: Well, <clears throat> he also, he also posted that on on the uh, uh, Mac and four thing, and I suggested it could be a dodgy HDMI cable because I've had issues, not so much with my Macs, but definitely with AV equipment. Where if you go and buy in my case a a 99p hdmi cable it wasn't that high quality and and i had like sound dropouts and you
2: pays your money and you takes your choice
0: exactly i'm not suggesting you go and buy a 190 pound monster cable or anything like that but just a few quid is enough because hdmi is basically digital and it's either on or it's off it doesn't matter it's not like old analog cables um, so sometimes you can have a dodgy connection and that could cause things to drop out or feedback, and you know, you get all kinds of weird issues. So I did suggest if he finds another HDMI cable knocking about, just to quickly try that out as well.
2: Cool. Yeah, you're so clever. Well, ish. Okay. <laughs> now, are you clever enough to take us out? Stand by to
0: stand by, and we'll be right back you
1: good
2: hey guy there's a new
1: podcast out great what's it about let's talk apple well yeah we will we will but uh, what's the podcast called let's talk apple uh, okay if you want to uh rainier Silkin, gold rush pippin what are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again.
2: Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic.
1: Did you know Bart Bouchot has a new podcast out?
2: Yep. Yeah. Let's talk Apple. jeez. Oh, Don't even try, try to touch me. Touch me
1: Cause I know your name. Two <coughs> that just can't keep their hands off their... <coughs> The G-Men on the <laughs> com podcast.
2: Hi everyone, and welcome to the second section of the MyMac, the Mighty MyMac podcast, number five hundred and twenty-eight. Now, I've before we jump into the uh, the uh, ching moment. <laughs> Uh, we've had one or two people mention that they may have missed a podcast or uh, the podcast may not have been coming down your feed so just have a quick check we do do these in order <laughs> you know 521 522 523 and if you see one that seems to have jumped in number just go and have a, a refresh of your feeds and and just see whether one's not come down so uh because carl i think you've experienced that haven't you
0: yeah, last week's show. I was waiting for it and waiting for it and it it's still not showing on my Overcast uh, app, but I can see it in iTunes,
2: so it is there. Yeah. Yeah, well it um it came down I I use um Downcast and it came in Downcast. Uh, okay, so don't quite know what's going on there, but anyway, you know what to do folks. Now, ka-ching moment. Uh, <laughs> I started to, uh, or, or Carl, I actually sent Carl some show notes because um, I can't share these show notes because guys take an ownership of them for some reason. Well, it's not for some reason, it's for a very good reason because I couldn't share my show notes when I moved over and iCloud Drive kicked in when I didn't ask it to. But that's another story. Um, so I sent Carl the show notes and he went, Yes, I think you made a bit of a mistake. Apparently I'm Mr. Was about, Bound. I was about to go through and give you all the third quarter financial results for 2014. Carl very kindly pointed out that we were, in fact, or we had just recently had the announcement of the fourth quarter results. So thank you, Carl. No worries. Would quite would have been quite funny, but there you go. So let me just whip through them and we'll make some commentary perhaps at the end of each paragraph. So Apple recently announced the financial results for its 2014 fourth quarter, which ended September 27th, 2014. The company posted quarterly revenue of $42.1 a billion. I always have to just pause and go, a billion. And quarterly net profit of $8.5 a billion. <sighs> oh dear. These results compared to the revenue of $37.5 billion and net profit of $7.5 billion in the year-ago quarter. <sighs> it's ridiculous. Gross margin. Sorry, carry on. on sorry. All right, gross margin uh, was 38% compared to the 37% in the year-ago quarter. International sales accounted for 60% of the quarter's revenue. I said, actually, some time ago that I thought um, people would start to get worried about um, Apple's margin, but they've brought it back online. But uh, you was going to say something else a little bit earlier. Come on, jump in. Well, I was just saying, basically,
0: we can summarise <laughs> that entire piece with one little bit of a sound clip. Shut your
1: mouth and look at my watch loads
0: of money! <laughs> Anyone that remembers British TV in the 80s? <laughs> Harry Enfield,
2: was it? Oh yes, loads of money! Loads of money!
0: Yeah, oh, dear. Yeah.
2: You're not joking, are you? $38.5 billion in profit. Okay, so just to continue, their fiscal 2014 was one for the record books. You're not kidding. <laughs> Including the biggest iPhone launch ever with the iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus. With amazing innovations in our new iPhones. iPads. Huh. iPads. Yeah, that definitely has to be plural, doesn't it? <laughs> go, go pick an iPad for me now, quickly. Go on. I just want one. I mean, how many different variants do you think they have? Oh, I got. Uh, we got theory about that. If we want to come back to it, okay, a bit. we'll come back to it then. Okay, so um, with amazing uh, new iPhones, iPads, and, and Macs, as well as iOS 8 and OS 10 Yosemite, we are heading into the holidays with Apple's strongest product lineup ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also incredibly excited about Apple Watch and other great products and services in the pipeline for 2015. Go on, then. Give me, give me, give me your reason behind why so many iPads. Okay, so
0: Android is pretty much... Everyone sort of seems to agree that Android had sort of ca- has sort of caught up with the iPhone through various form factors, and you know, and especially with, is it um, Lollipop, the latest OS, and things like that, but...
2: bye boy Lollipop!
0: <laughs> but still, when it comes to the iPad and tablets... If I'd
2: known you was going to use that, I'd have got that clip for you. Well, I do <laughs> Sorry, you were making a very sensible point, and I've ruined it. I, I already, doubt so. it, but
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the but when it comes to tablets, Android is still seems to be lacking behind. No one still seems to take it that serious and although they bring out the Nexus 9 and things but it don't seem to like excite the public in the same manner an iPad does. So now with this huge line of iPads, right from the original iPad mini mini 2, now mini 3, iPad Air, iPad 2, they've basically got a uh, some sort of cost structure if you want to get in at the low end, which we'll say is, what, 200 quid, I think the low one is? Something like that, yeah. Just checking. Or you can go all the way up to the high end and spend like a grand. There's a place for you all the way along that ladder. And just by filling that whole structure of prices, they're basically cutting out a lot of other um, Android devices from getting in there, unless they go really cheap. And of course, if they go really cheap, that's not very attractive to...
2: Android manufacturers because there's no profit in it. True. Very true. So you think they're 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 demar- they're getting in and covering all market aspects to start off with.
0: Yes. Plus that- you get iOS and you get all that ecosphere of apps and games and iOS and, you know, the store and and things like that and, and it just makes it a very attractive option and plus if you like I bought Huddle last year from Tesco was it earlier this year yeah. Yeah. Um and I gave it to my dad and it was okay but there were limitations to it But I gave an iPad mini to my mum, and she's never off it now. She gets in, she does, looks at her news, and my stepdad as well. I lent him, gave him my old iPad 3, and he's always on it as soon as he gets in every night, checking out the news and YouTube feeds and things like that. And they use it so much more.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, there's one there's one problem they've got with them going through that process and and owning the market from start to finish, and that is their growth is not going to be um, you know able, they're not going to be able to sustain it. They can only maintain it. So as long as the analysts understand that, because I'm sure Apple do. So as long as the analysts understand that, and they're not going to have, you know, and they, we don't start getting doom and gloom because the iPad mini and the iPad Air and the iPad Air 3 and the iPad Air 2, Twenty Eight, the iPad Air, Air, Air 64, good grief, <laughs> Um Uh, you know are not selling in the quantities that they they want apple to sell them in as long as they understand that because if they've got complete ownership of the marketplace anyway it's only natural growth from new people coming on board so uh you know you're not going to be able to steal other people's market share so uh yeah as long as they understand that fine but um, if they, yeah, you're right. If they want to own the marketplace with a, a range of iPads, uh, they've certainly got a range to do it. Mm. See, what, do think- you, what do you think? What do you think about the iPhone Six Plus and the iPad Mini, though? Do you think there's still um, uh, a reason to have both of
0: those? Um, well, I've got both of those. That's exactly what I've got. I just got rid of my Air just this week, uh, and I plan to buy another one, but I haven't yet. It- but you've got a mini. <clears throat> I've got a mini, and I've got a six so, plus. So that that that's interesting. You got rid of the air, kept mm-hmm. the mini, even though you got a six plus. Well, I kept the mini because basically the upgrade <laughs> options that they gave it, i.e., gold. Shall I played a thing? But i.e., gold and a fingerprint <laughs> scanner. That was it.
2: That was oh, the I can't idea. resist it. Gold.
0: I got my own one as well. I've got another one. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, so they didn't really show the iPad Mini much love. They just bought it kind of up to spec and left it alone. When it came out with the original Air the um, iPad Retina Mini at Retina, it was like on call. It was on par. And you just had to decide if you wanted to go large or go medium or small, depending on how you look at it. But this time, they just sort of neglected it and said, okay, we'll give it a spray of paint and stick that scanner on there. And that but was basically what I'm it.
2: quite. In- but what I'm quite interested in, Carl, is the fact that you got rid of your Air but, and kept the mini with an a, an iphone 6 plus rather for me you see my my thought process would have been okay i'll keep the ipad air i now don't need the the ipad mini because i've got the 6 plus because they're they're closer in relationship but you've actually done the other thing
0: yeah because I, t- I take the mini with me to work and it's i use it in the mornings to plot out routes and things for all the drivers yep. Um, yeah, and it's just a—it's not a big to screen, massive to screen, but I don't need
2: that just for doing what I'm doing on it. But you and feel if, there's still enough of a differential between the plus and the the, the iPad Mini to, oh yes. to to warrant to warrant keeping it.
0: Oh yes, I was just before we was doing the show today. I was just messing around on Keynote and I was trying to put how to do how to set up a podcast show on it. I was trying to do it on the. Uh, iPhone 6 Plus. And it was very difficult trying to hit all the little, you know, all the little drag dots and things like that. I mean, it's much to improve from the 5S size, but easy on a mini, to do to grab and do
2: cool, things cool. Around. Well, that's that's interesting. I mean, my my daughter, she's in college and she's she didn't want to go with the iPad um, or, or the Air because it was too big, but the iPad Mini was a perfect size for her. And, and mm. I mean, she's still got a four four S, so obviously there's still a big differential between that. But it, yeah, it's interesting you say that. Um, I think I think the iPhone six Plus probably gives you more capability and more ability to be able to do stuff. But if you really want to, you know, be more productive, then you go up to the Mini and then the iPad. But yeah. And, okay, so the last sentence from Apple, or one of the last sentences from Apple, was our strong uh, our strong business performance drove EPS growth of twenty percent and a record thirteen point three billion in cash flow from operations in the September quarter. We spent over twenty billion in the quarter, bringing cumulative returns to ninety four billion. I mean. <sighs> I just, it's, I, uh, it's sickening, really. I, you know, when you think about how, more, how much, it's not, poverty... it's, it's not sickening too much, but it's, it's like we, you just, we can't grasp it, can we? Really, no. Our, our, our small minds, you know, that amount of money from, from a company. I'm sure there are lots of other companies with make which make. Equal, not equal, but you know, very big returns and and, and the similar sort of profits. But um, I suppose it's because we enjoy talking about Apple and the and the products that we we delve into this uh, quite so much and and get awestruck by it. I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then and, then and go- of course now they've got Apple Pay. <laughs> I mean, I, what the, the sentence I finished off with? Now they, uh, now we have Apple Pay. Blimey, let's just empty our pocket straight into the Apple Cash machine. Oh, hang on a minute, I think we already do. <laughs> <laughs> See, Apple
0: Apple Pay is quite interesting because what they look, look what it looks like they've done is they've signed it up with the credit card companies and the banks, and they said, let us use our technology. We'll take a small cut of it. I think it's like. or something. Yeah, I think it's only a small cut, but it's enough. But we're secure. We'll hold all the details. You don't have to worry about people breaking into Target and getting all the user details down at what they spent, what their address was, and all that stuff. We'll handle that. You just take the payment and give us our little bit of a cut. And of course... That's all well and good, but a lot of retailers begrudge paying credit cards and banks their cut anyway. So in the States, they're currently trying to work on their own system where all the profits they take from this new card system will go straight into their banks, thus cutting out the middlemen, thus cutting out the credit cards. And that's why there's this bit of friction over there, especially this week, where some of these merchants like, um, who's the big Walmart, are saying, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. But their stuff's not ready until next year. So you're going to have this situation where people go in, if they've used Apple Pay and they found it helpful and useful and they want to use it at Walmart, Walmart will just go, sorry, I'm not here.
2: Yeah, I think um, I, I've got a feeling. Actually, it'll probably be you. It'll be taken up a lot quicker and, uh, and more in Europe than it mm. will over in the States. I'm surprised they didn't kind of trial it over here first. But and I would have thought there were more machines over here that were able to take a firmware upgrade, so they could take the, the fact that there's a new, um, you know. Um, NFS machine that's going to come and be paid because mm. they do it with. I mean, I, have you got a card with a chip in it where you just you know Absol- flash it over the machine?
0: Absolutely. And my little corner yeah. store just around the corner where I get my my offie yep. basically has NFC, and I literally yep. get. <laughs> this is not going to end well for me. I know, so I, <laughs> I buy my eight cans of Budweiser or whatever, and I put my card and it taps it, it goes beep, and that's it. I walk out the store. If it's just on my phone now and it's just a fingerprint. It's basically the same process.
2: I just got to pull my phone out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to make it very. Yeah, but easy. I, I, it does make it easier though, because I mean, I've said this, I think, in the, in, in in another show or on, on here before, that actually you've normally got your phone more accessible than you have your wallet. Hmm which you've got your card in. So it, it should th- make things a lot more convenient and easy. Even though you've propped to, with the card, you can just swipe it and it accepts it. I like the security of the fact that you swipe the phone over it and then you've got to put your fingerprint on it just to authorise it. I, I do like that process. So, and another, uh, It's thing. good. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. it. It shouldn't take too long to come over here and, and be used in your would and thought. That's right. And another good thing, in London, um, where you've
0: got the Oyster card, now yeah. uh, Transport for London are allowing you to pay with your credit card as you go through. So so you don't have to have an Oyster card no more. You can just put the, tap your credit card onto the gate and it will let you through. It will charge you, obviously. And now that's just simple NFC as well. That means potentially you could use your phone to go around the London transport system.
2: Superb. I've got a cousin. um, I've got several cousins who live uh, down in London, and one of them, uh, they were having a bit of a rant on Facebook the other day. There was a bit of swearing involved uh, with the fact that uh, her Oyster card had run out and uh, they wouldn't let her on the bus, which I thought was a bit offensive, actually. But there you go. Um, That's another story for another show Mm. in another time (laughs) and ecosphere. (laughs) I bet there's a podcast about Oyster card, isn't there? And if there's not, hey, hey. That's right, yeah. yeah. It should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we won't go on about that one. Um, if you're interested, um, I'll see if I can dig out the, uh, the Apple quarterly um, results, and you can go over there and...
0: Very true. If you want, oh. Oh, yeah. te- <laughs> there the is a is, PDF. Which
2: sorry, on. the thing is, though, we we all get round up in
0: these 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 uh, reports and stuff, and of course they're not for us really. We just look because, as you say, we're interested. It's it's yeah. part of the Apple sphere, but it's analysts that look at and look at this stuff, and they're the ones that get agitated or excited about all the iPad sales dropping and stuff because they are on a very different plain to the rest of us because they're not looking at apple like oh it's a company that i want to support and i'm interested in they just see it as one of many companies that they can use to make money for themselves either by trying to sell it short or sell it long or you know just trying to get in quickly for their investors before the the price rockets up which is why every time coming up to a keynote the price goes up and up and up as soon as the keynote done over back down again
2: yeah Yeah, Actually, you might like to go over to the um, Apple um, website and have a look because they've got a a PDF summary, and it's not hunky-dory everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, because if you look at some of the areas, there has been uh, some slight downward trends in some areas of the world, and not the areas of the world you'd be expecting, where the revenue actually growth has not been quite what um, they probably would have hoped. Now, some of those numbers are much smaller so the impact is, you know, that much less than some of the bigger areas where they deal with. But um, yeah, go over and have a look if you're at all interested. Uh, I think it makes for interesting reading. Anyway, I think we'll finish with the Kuching bit. I think that's enough. And Kuching, uh, yeah, I think you ought to play it again actually if you've got it to hand. Are you shut?
1: Your-
0: That was an obnoxious
2: <laughs> period of our. It was <laughs> our wasn't it? it was. And and this isn't quite so obnoxious. I've got to say, but you know, it it felt good to hear that again. <laughs> okay, everybody. I think uh, we're going uh, to stand by to stand by because we'll be right back. We will. Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're
1: at it, check out our show, the Tech Fan Podcast part of the stoplight network of podcasts. Weird Sunday, weird Sunday, Today it feels like I'm born again. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I screwed up.
0: Hello, good listener and welcome back to the third. Listener. Part. Listener. Well, you know, yeah, that's probably true actually. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the third part of this week's My Mac podcast, and we are here to continue talking about various Mac things. Now we've left the finances behind. I've checked my credit card. I'm going to start crying after the show. But there we go. Okay. Now,
2: now, Carl, yes. have you enjoyed it so far?
0: Oh, it's rubbish. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, I you have. Spo- you were supposed to nod your head. Oh, I'm nodding my head.
2: Gazz's tips Gazz's tips it's time for Gazz's tip yeah and, and thanks again to guy for singing that last week not quite as good as that I have to say um, but yeah he did jump in okay now control plus eject brings up a sub menu to put your mac to sleep control plus shift and eject eject instantly puts your mac to sleep. Command plus Option, or the Alt plus power, instantly also puts your Mac to sleep. That's mainly used for MacBooks. Now, why have I just said that? It's obviously a tip, but you can also add a message to the lock screen. Uh, so if you uh, go to the security and privacy pref- preference pane, then under the general tab, uh, then you tick the checkbox, which says show a message when the screen is locked, and then you add your message. I don't think the message should be longer than about 200 characters, so make it short and sweet. But on the locked screen, you could put something like, "Call cool, this number, if you find this Mac, etc." cetera. Um, now, I think that'd be mainly used on MacBooks, because you don't normally carry your mac mini or imac around with you but uh i just thought that i quite like that tip because the reason i, I quite like that tape is i use control shift and eject all the time just to close my screen down which i think carl might be trying after the show <laughs> yeah not during <laughs> <laughs> anyway hey guys i just carl.
0: tried the- <laughs>
2: <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> that was me using it <laughs> okay brilliant yes very good yes uh, nod your head Carl nodding nodding that's the end of oh, well. gases, gases tips, tips. that's Monster. the end of Gazes tips. tips that's Monster. the end of the the will you let me finish gases gases. well I just uh, it just makes you rock that doesn't it that is awesome I love I love that bit of music that bumper is, we, nice. we, we do as well we love it we love it love it love it um, now <clears throat> okay, and we've got a pick from Guy. No, we don't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm making it up. We don't have a pick from Guy. The pick from Guy is that he's not here. So who cares? No, we all care, really. Guy, we're missing you. We are. Well, everybody else is. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, harsh, harsh, guys. <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was harsh. harsh. It was harsh. Now I was going to pick Yosemite because but- I'm actually quite liking it. I quite like the interface. Um, I've had no major issues. Um, however, I'm not going <laughs> to pick Yosemite because last night. I went and bought Pixelmator for my iPad. Oh yes, and I think actually that I'm going to use Pixelmator, so I'm going to have to put that into the show notes. Um, it's only about two ninety nine, I think, two pounds ninety nine. So if it's if it's five dollars in the US, that's as, as much as it is at the moment. So, and apparently they've actually got handoff. Fixed So that if you've got Pixelmator set up on your iPad and you've got uh, iOS 8.1 or iOS 8 at least, um, then Handoff should be working between uh, the iPad and your or your iOS device uh, using Pixelmator and your Mac if it's capable of running Yosemite and Handoff together. But I haven't tried it yet, so please don't shoot me if that's not quite right. But I have heard it is now. Carl, do you have a pick for us? Yes, I um, had one I picked the other
0: day on my show called City Mapper, the ultimate transport app for London and other global cities. And if you live in London, Paris, Berlin, Madrid, Barcelona, Milan, Rome, New York City, Washington, D.C., Boston, San Francisco, Chicago and more coming soon, you can use this app to navigate around your city of choice. Hmm? Nice. 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 Sorry. Like nice biscuits. <laughs> no, and, and what you do is you, just, you tell it, obviously, the destination you want to get to, uh, and it will show you, at least in London, it shows you what various trains or tubes or buses you can use to get there. It uh, gives you a nice little plan of the, um, the entire route, tells you what stations you're going to go through, tells you roughly how much it's going to cost if you go by cab, <laughs> bike, um, train or tube or bus, and it breaks down really nicely, and it's th- free in the App Store and if you're coming to London or any of those other cities I mentioned give it a try to get around London and there's some wonderful things to see in London Um, you'll be surprised how easy just using London transport it is to get around to every single one
2: of them I think I used City Planner last year, to be honest with you, and I have to agree with you. So, uh, um, I think I knew that you could get it for other cities as well. But uh, I'm glad that somebody who lives down there is also using it. I do,
0: and it's got a handy little feature on it. That says, "Get me home." So wherever you are, in yes, the city. that's right. It was the one I used. Yeah. <laughs> you so just when I press I'm... that button, it says,
2: "Head for the hill." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I normally have to use it when I'm drunk, and I think, "Where am I?" <laughs>
2: I don't <laughs> well, you're looking at your... Oh, that's why you got an iPhone 6 Plus. Yes. I mean, it's easier to see when you're drunk. Yes, right. Good. Now, <laughs> now I didn't finish that music because this is Carl's pick-tip-pick. 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 <laughs> yeah, this is a Carl's pick tip
0: pick tip pick tip Now, apparently, tip. you can currently get hold of camera plus. That's plus the little symbol, not plus the word. Yeah, not, um, not Pl- not plus. No. Um, not plur- Now, if you go into the App Store, you will see You've got to remember s- that we do interrupt each other a lot. You forgot this, didn't you? I did. I, th- I think you can go in the App Store currently. <laughs> right, that's it. Stop mocking me! <laughs> right. You can go in the App Store at the moment and buy Camera Plus, if you so wish. But if you want to get it for three free, you can download the iOS... Um, apple store app and if you go there open that up up go to the store section down the bottom and then you'll see if you scroll to the bottom the ultimate photo app camera plus is free at the moment if you click on there it will ask you to sign into your itunes account uh which you do it will take you to the app store and you'll get a redeem voucher and just clicking on that will install that application camera plus onto your phone or device it's wonderful Excellent. And I think that goes on to the
2: middle of November. Right. So that should give people time to be able to go out and get it if they're listening to this show, because hopefully this will be released um, hopefully before the end of October. (laughs) You know... (laughs) You live in hope. I'm not not promising. Um, We have a people's pick. In fact, I've got to say thank you to everyone out there. I put out a call for a people's pick and I've got lots of responses. So uh, you may not be used this week, folks. Don't think we're ignoring you. It will be coming soon to a place or a podcast near you. But the first response I got, so that's all I'm doing. I'm just doing them in response order, uh, was from Mac Topics. Uh, And this came over Twitter, and he's given it uh, an option for both the Mac and iOS devices, and he likes Panic. Uh, sorry, he likes Transmit. I like Panicking. Um, he likes Transmit, which I think is an FTP mm. uh, server. Doobie, what's it? I don't use too many FTP servers, so I don't have to use these devices, these uh, applications too much. Um, but uh, Transmit for the Mac is twenty three pounds ninety nine in the UK, twenty nine ninety nine euros, forty two ninety nine Australian dollars, thirty three ninety nine US dollars. The iOS version is six ninety nine in the UK, 899 euros uh 12.99 australian dollars and 9.99 in the u.s store so transmit either for the mac and or for the ios device itunes again as i said last week I haven't checked to see if there's any reviews because if there are reviews and please if you're listening to this a guy would be so happy if we've got a new review it just makes him all it makes him all warm and glow all over it's like ready break we used to have a a cereal over here called ready break and the kids when they'd eaten it in the advert would have a red warm glow around them as they walked out the house into an icy cold or cold scene yeah so if you could we would much appreciate it and you will get a response if you tell us that you've sent a uh, review, you might just get a Wooty, which I think I believe you have one. I've uh, got Carl, two. I've you? got two. You've got <laughs> two. I think you, you're you one of few that has two. Now it doesn't mean you're getting another one now. You've been on the show. Once you've got a regular, that's it, you know? I was going tough. for I was going for the uh, the trifactor. The, trice, the trifactor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tough, tough. <laughs> um <laughs> tri-factor. Yeah, it doesn't work like that here, mate. <laughs> now, um How would people get in contact with... Oh, before I do that, before I do that, I've got to thank everybody for downloading and listening to this show because we are still awestruck by the fact that anybody does, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, And it's nice to know that there is people as mental as us out there that enjoy this podcast. Well, sorry, endure. (laughs) podcast. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. From the bottom of our bottoms, really, really, truly, we do appreciate it. That's uh, I an mean. amazing. Carl, if people would like to contact you, how can they? Give us all the places where people can listen to your wares, chat to you and integrate with your uh, your submissions to the internets.
0: <laughs> well, you can get hold of me on Twitter at Claw0101 or you can get us our Mac and Forth Google Plus community or just head on over to Mac and all our shows are listed there and listed links to how to get them on iTunes. Is that Mac Ampersand 4th or Mac A-N-D 4th? Ampersand, most of the time.
2: <laughs> Very annoying, that. Is. Uh, uh, yes. You can contact uh, Mr. Searle on guy at mymac.com. You can also contact him on twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Ah! Very good. I like you. Uh, you can get in contact with myself, gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G A Z M A Z. Z Z Z Z. Good man. Uh, you can also contact both of us at twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G U Y A N D G A Z. Z Z Z. Uh, can I mix that out? Yeah, Z Z A N D D Y. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's Guy. Feedback at mymac.com is also another email way. And, and remember, you've got to try and bankrupt Guy call plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one i've got to apologize if you've called that number in the last week or last couple of weeks i don't have access to it so when guy comes back if his inbox on skype is filled up i am going to be very happy (laughs) it's plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one now I'm seeing, I'm waiting to see, I'm going to go for it then. Okay, I. we think that this is the best show we've ever done. Oh. We're good enough. We're smart enough. And dog got it, people like us.
0: Guys, see, hapa, na, gaz, nis, ya, kaskush, kisha. Hakuna, yee, kaweli, ni, ya, tisha. Kucha, laughing. What is there no word for laughing? <laughs> Whatever language this is, they have no word for laughing. So, yee nin kapata, yu mabali, yasakafu, yutasaki yukumiaza, wee-wee, ma wee 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 What? <laughs> what was yeah.
1: Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, Like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. While I'm away in Florida... (laughs) <laughs> what? What? Come on. Come here, kitty. Meow. Meow. Come here. I'm trying to do this. Oh, stop. You're good kitty. Hello, kitty. You got anything to say? Meow. Oh, kitty cat. Meow. Meow. That's her rubbing her face on the microphone cover. Meow. Meow. Oh, that was a good one. Okay. All right, just sit down. While I'm away in Florida, Gaz and Carl will just floor you. I know that's not much of a rhyme, but I don't really have the time. So enjoy it, or I'll find you and Goria. Meer. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, I think uh, that ended up being gruesome, threatening, and stupid all at the same time. A real triple play for a limerick. Meer. Yeah.